Welcome everybody to episode 40 of the ADV Podcasts, and we have a, a big one for you today, as oh, usual. Oh yeah, we're halfway to, now almost halfway to 100 episodes. Feels like yesterday we just started. Long way to go. 40. Anyway, guys, uh, we're just going to jump right into what's new. So for all of you who don't know what what's news all about is <laughs> we talk about what's new, especially with regards to China. Um, and boy, do we have a lot to talk about. We're going to start out. We're going to talk about Australia a bit. The main topic, of course, is about Christmas, and we'll get into that. But well, we have Amazon. to talk. Yeah, Amazon and Christmas. Right. But we're going to be uh, talking about Australia quite a bit. But before we do, we thought we'd give you guys a little bit of a look into the mindset of some of the more influential members of the Chinese uh, CCP, I'd say, or businessmen, that kind of thing. I think it's quite eye-opening. Yeah, I would say it's it's not he's not a businessman. But well, he's yeah, a PhD. into the uh, into the CCP, like Communist Party of China, psyche and mentality. I think this represents it quite well. Absolutely. Why don't you just get us out of here? Yeah, okay, we're going to play it for you. We'll jump in from time to time with a little bit of commentary. So let's get started, shall we? Guys, I'm pretty sure you can't hear the audio of this. It's important, though, because you got to hear the laughs. Yes, the laughs. Well, I'll entertain. Actually, I'll read our first Super Chats while you uh, sort that out. Okay. Uh, handsome man. Sorry, we're, we'll be back with this handsome man in a second, everybody. You have to. The whole point is you have to listen to the way he speaks. Sure. It, the, the tone of his language is very important. It's okay. I'll entertain some, some chats. Uh, Mastiata, could the CCP get away with another Tiananmen? Uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, will they need to? No, probably not. Uh, the, you know, brainwashing is very entrenched, and the security is much higher than it used to be. Uh, Mike Spike, does COVID China have an English teacher shortage? Well, considering new English teachers can't move to China currently, um, or would have very, very difficulty in doing so, maybe you could smuggle yourself on a, like a container ship or something. Um, yeah, for sure. That's going to be a thing. That's also not a massive concern for China right now. I think you will see China not really needing to rely on foreigners for most things, at least like foreigners from Western countries. And talking smack behind your back says, did you often hear Chinese talking about you in public? All the time. I actually... All the time. I did an entire video called Surprise that Chinese... Shocked that Chinese... Or Chinese people shocked that I could understand their conversations. Go check it out on my channel. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it's a very common occurrence, literally everywhere. Did you fix it? Uh, no, for some reason we are not winning today on this That's particular thing. That's not good. Yeah, so one Didn't second. we just test it? Yeah. Uh, Adam Schechter said, hi men. What company should I try to get a job at teaching Chinese kids English online from America? Actually, uh, fix it. Oh, you fix it. Yeah. I actually don't know. Um, I'm sorry, I've never done that before. I'm sure there's probably a bunch of review sites that like rank them. I would probably like look into something like EF or something. Maybe not just like a, a Chinese company, just in case there's payment issues. Sure. Um, but anyway, best of luck, Adam. Okay. Now we can get back to this. Sorry about the technical difficulties. Seems like we're having them more often these days. Let's just watch this clip. And like I said, we will be commenting from time to time. 结果没想到中国要在二零二七年超过美国了
二零二七年。原来说是可能还要缓个了一两年，结果这这去年今今年这个上帝搞了个小阴谋是吧？上帝给这个搞出来一个新冠，叫世界各国一弄，一搞一搞这个新冠，这么一折腾新冠。结果对世界各国出了个考题，等于是，结果这个考题是个偏心的考题。So, guys, um, for those of you listening at home, uh, what this wonderful human being is saying that, uh, you know, he's really happy that COVID came along. It's like God basically gave him a little boon here, gave him a, a little trick, which proved to be a big challenge for Europe and America, but. It's a very good thing for China. This guy's just trying to say how China's going to overtake the U.S. Basically, but he's he's really thanking God for the COVID thing. Let's、uh, continue. This coronavirus, this this thing, ah, it's the most unpopular t h i And、uh, the guy is saying that、uh, you know North Korea is number one at fighting the pandemic because they've got zero cases. <laughs> We know that North、mm. Korea does have cases. Yeah, of、uh, course, you know, it's, it's of course they do. The border region now. Number two, what, the reason that I, I thought this part was important、mm -hmm. was because no one in China respects North Korea. They laugh at North Korea. It's a joke. It's、yeah. kind of ironic considering the way China's going. Yeah.、Um, but they laugh at North Korea. They call them poor. They call them disgusting, stupid.、Mm -hmm. You know, like they're they're just behind us. In but the government doesn't say that. Right? No. This no. is what people say. Now the reason he brought up North Korea's system as being like awesome and, and zero cases is this like Chinese humble brag thing.、Mm. It's like he's about to do this massive diss, but he had to bring in like another thing to make him look a little bit unbiased. I have to say that North Korea's way of reporting the numbers of COVID are very similar to China's anyway, sure, sure. because you'll never know the you the, won't know the full extent of it, because people apparently people that were catching COVID in North Korea were being executed.、Mm -hmm. You know, oh, you get the、I'm、virus,、uh, you have to be executed.、Sure. I mean, that's one way to deal with it. It's pretty、mm -hmm. harsh, I'd say. Yeah, but yeah.、Uh, on top of that, we never know. They will say they've got zero, just just like they lie about everything else. Yeah. Anyway, let's continue on with our lovely man's conversation. 比朝鲜还差一点，还不如朝鲜，所以咱还死了四千人，是吧？但是你死四千人和美国死二十二万人比，你等于一个人都没死嘛，对吧？你咱们等于差不多也是接近零感染，接近零死亡，十四亿人死了四千人，那根本就等于没人得病，没人死嘛。中。Yeah. So. So. Go back to the. Can you go back to that little line there? Sure. Something. It's we can. Okay. We can. We can learn a lot from this now. We have to、uh, immediately just confront this idea that only four thousand people died in China of coronavirus. Let's just throw that out the window. We don't know, but let's just let's just look at that figure and just delete it from from、it's, your psyche. Okay, it's it absolute bullshit. It doesn't matter、mm -hmm. that part. What I want to point out is just pretend it said pretend it said four hundred thousand or four million, whatever. It doesn't matter.、Mm. He literally used a quote, a, a statistic, and then laughed about it, saying like, "Oh, it's like if you do the math, it's like nobody actually died." And that、yeah. is a very. This is so important. And if you guys walk away one with one thing from the podcast, is this: since Mao's era in China, life has become so cheap. Mao said, "We have so many people, we can basically feed them into the meat grinder, and if half of our population disappears, we still have the most population in the world." Yeah. 
he didn't care. He scoffed at the idea that, that Chinese lives were, were meaningful. The yeah. Chinese Communist Party hates its own people. They don't yeah. actually care. It's just a statistic. It's yeah. a quota. It's a number. So you can see the same rhetoric. This is a very, it's just like a little Mao, right? Mm. I, I think he's quite a bit smaller than Mao was. Mao is quite tall. Sure. This, this bowling ball looking dude, <laughs> he literally is using Mao rhetoric and you have, he has this evil chuckle. Because he's yeah. saying it doesn't actually matter how many people die to him. It's just a number. It's a statistic. Yeah, it's like, ha, look, it doesn't matter. Like compared to America, we have so few. He's talking about people that have died here. Right. But he's proud about it that China right. has less, which is absolute bullshit. Because uh, that doesn't even yeah. matter, though, yeah. does it? No, this, it's, it's, the, it's the morality mm. behind his speech. And this is what you have to understand is that there is such a lack of morals in Chinese society, particularly yeah. because of government coercion and brainwashing. This, yeah. this is the psyche of, of, he's not necessarily in the government, but somebody that would be in the government. Mm -hmm. This is how the psyche of the CCP works. Absolutely. This is a very clear indication. Yeah. We're going to continue because it's, it gets interesting. Yeah. There's something very glaring we're going to have to point out to you in a second here. Anyway. <laughs> if, yeah. you already, if you haven't already noticed it. <laughs> 中国经济全球经济中国现在一枝独秀中国超过美国时间提前了二零二七年没有问题美国活不成了其实我们奋斗了十几年在二零一一二年我们已经在台海取得了对美日在台海不是在世界我们在渤海黄海台海我们对美军
Love. Well, you, you know what this is? What? That table is literally a metaphor of, of how truthful his speech is. Nothing he said is true. No. Everything has been a fabrication and a lie, right? Yeah. Straight from the top, Chinese state mouthpiece, like speaking down to the people. But look at the table. The desk is literally a perfect metaphor <laughs> for how accurate his speech is. Uh, anyway, we've got to finish off with this wonderful uh, speech here. So bear with us for just a few more seconds. Okay, guys. Just freeze it on that. I, this this last bit, yeah. I love the fact that he had to say, "la It's like as long as Chinese people can continue to eat, sleep, shit, and piss every day. What kind of a cross are these? The people we want to take over the world? Is this the kind of person you want to allow to into an international financial forum? The so-called PhD. He's supposed to be a PhD, by the way. He's supposed to be like a human sociologist or something. Whatever he is, he's a piece of shit, not a PhD. Right. This guy, I don't know where they found him, but you're dealing you're dealing with like such childish crap Mm. with you know government officials and this guy's out there making a big speech in a big well, Chinese forum. Yeah. And this is the kind of crap he's I saying. I think you're on to something. And I think there's there's something really important to, to mm. like really take away from this is that China, the way they do things is what they'll say to their people is just overblown bullshit to make everyone feel super proud of something they had no accomplishment in. Yeah. So they n- nobody in China is participating other than the soldiers in this military thing. Sure. Or the, the economic growth or whatever. They're not actively like a huge cog in the system, right? No, no. But they have to feel superior. They have to feel like they're they're a part of it, right? Yeah, yeah. And that's the way China works. And that's the thing is, it doesn't matter what whether he says is, is true or not. Mm. It's important that the Chinese people consuming his speech feel some pride. Yes. And then make a clear, what he's done is make it made a clear enemy out of the U.S. here. Yeah. Or the West in general, but the U.S. specifically. Yeah. To give people pride and hope, and that's just kind of how China works. It doesn't matter whether they're going to actually operate on these pr- on these principles sure. or promises. And this toad of a man, mm-hmm. he uh, he is. I just want you guys to understand how commonplace this person is on a podium in China, talking to the populace. This man exists in so many things I've seen in China, yeah. living in China. This man represents, and this table represents. This man is the table, by the way. Yeah, he is the table. <laughs> they couldn't have found someone better. Yeah. Um, this man and this table is why you don't ever, ever have to be worried about China being a global leader in anything. And I, I hate to say that, and I'm not trying to sound facetious, but like, you don't have to worry. You do have to worry about uh, national security threats and things like this, oh, yeah. but you never have to worry about China superseding I any think, Western nation. I do think you have to, you definitely have to worry about people like this whipping yes. people up into a frenzy. That's the problem. And creating an issue and right. creating a conflict because you've got people like this. Right. Look at his, his ending line here. Is, as long as we work every day, we will drive the U.S. to its death. Okay? Um, mm-hmm. And then it says... Yeah. It says, Oh, yeah. It's, yeah so, so he's going to die. Yeah. It's literally using the word for death there. If you, It's not like a bad translation no, or anything. No. That's what he said. Uh, for those of you who can read Chinese, you can take a look at the subtitles. You can listen to the speech itself. Um, I remember this kind of speech a lot when I was living and working in China. Remember the rapist that I used to work for? Mm-hmm. Head of this big, very successful organization. Real raper of a man. 
terrible man. The the bearded um, Song Shanmu, that guy. Anyway, the lights so. catching me by the way. Oh yeah, the lights coming back. <laughs> it's a little bit. Anyway, so um, he made a speech fairly similar to this, and his whole thing was like, as proud Chinese, what we need to do is we need to. Uh, this this is what I got from the speech. Mm-hmm. My Chinese wasn't amazing, but it was okay at the time. As proud Chinese, what we have to do is let the the West work hard, take the fruits of their hard work, and make it our own. And that was his thing. That's literally what he said. Too. It's kind of like what he says. Yeah. We all could compete America to death. Yeah, exactly. Drive it to death. Yeah. yeah, drive it to death. Anyway, so that's our, our beginning. To give you guys a little insight into what's going on in the psyche of your average... Um, blah, blah, blah. Mouthpiece. Yeah, he just keeps going on with his, his bullshit. Oh, I actually, there's one thing I wanted to finish off on. Okay, sure. Um, and it was really important to go... Yeah, keep, get right here. So he says, you don't have to play it. He says, as long as China doesn't produce a Gorbachev, and everybody knows that at the end of the Soviet Union, Gorbachev came up with glasnost. And glasnost was the principle of openness, meaning that people could start to criticize the Soviet Union. Mm-hmm. And actually led to the Soviet Union strengthening in a way, mm-hmm. because people were like, you know, I can actually have political opinion. I can, sure. I can make things change. It also caused it eventually to fall. Yeah. And China is terrified of a Gorbachev-type leader. And that's why Xi Jinping didn't become some sort of... You remember when, like, all the the economists and all these bullshit... I shouldn't say bullshit. All these other media outlets and stuff, um, whether reputable or not, before Xi Jinping became chairman, were lauding him as potentially going to be the one that's going to liberalize China, kind of like a Gorbachev-like figure. Boy, did they make a mistake. They made a huge mistake because China... Since day one, the CCP knew they can't have a Gorbachev. Yeah, and he—they always use Gorbachev as the example that the mm-hmm. Soviet—they always say the Soviet Union could have destroyed America, could have beaten America. This is what China says. Yeah, Soviet Union was a global superpower. We can become that mm-hmm. as long as we don't reform and liberalize like sure. Gorbachev did. Correct. We look at that in the West like that's a crazy thing to say, but that's a point of strength that the CCP uses to brag about. We won't become like that. Exactly. So now we're going to move over to our friends. In Australia, you know, Australia belongs to China and we're just seeing more and more how much it belongs to China. A Western Australian museum, okay, put out an exhibit about uh, coronavirus and how it's spread. It's interesting to have a museum exhibit, a current exhibit about a current pandemic. I know, isn't it? (laughs) Oh, whatever. Anyway, so this is a a quick screenshot from their interactive display. Hmm. And it says 2020 COVID-19, a coronavirus originating in mainland China, spreads across the globe. The disease is highly contagious, causing respiratory illness, governments locked down international borders, inhibiting trade and halting immigration. So it's just fact. It's, it's just like fact. a Wikipedia article. So the Australian uh, Chinese consulate complained to the museum, said that it's not factual, and it hurts the feelings of the Chinese people, the usual bullshit that they pull. Specifically pulled. the line mm-hmm. that it originated in mainland China. Yeah. And so they said that was a, a lie. Yeah, it's a lie. It's un, it's not factual. So right. guess what happened? The Australian Museum capitulated and removed it because they're absolute pussies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is wrong with you guys, Australia? It's a fact. We all know it comes from China. Okay. So now the Chinese consulate's like, oh no, it's not factual. You're hurting the feelings of the Chinese people, so they take it away. You know how Chinese media spun it. Oh. Chinese media covered this, by the way. Mm-hmm. They said, not only is it not factual, but they said it wasn't the Chinese consulate that did it. Oh, they said saying. it was the Chinese people, which actually spread over to other news outlets. They yeah. said the Chinese people complained, mm-hmm. and then they removed it. So it sounded democratic. No, yeah. it, was the, it was literally the Chinese the government Chinese in, in Australia. Guys, so you imagine this. Uh, uh, an authoritarian mm-hmm. dictatorship 
manipulated a museum yeah. in a in a country, a sovereign country separate to its own. Yeah. yeah. That's the world we live in. I mean, seriously. Uh, anyway, um if you guys don't know from the from the actual get-go of the pandemic outbreak, China has been trying to point the finger at other nations and other people. Yeah. I mean, they've gone from Italy to United States military to Canada, um, Canada to everywhere, Sweden or something, wherever the, the salmon was coming from. Norway. Was Norway. They just keep trying to, and now they're doubling down on that. They're trying to say that it's come through frozen foods from like India or yeah. various other places. They will not stop to try and point the blame somewhere else. They cannot, I, cannot ever accept the responsibility that it started and spread from China. You and I read an interesting article uh, from Finland mm. this morning yeah. from Helsing and Sanomat. And the the uh, article is about how they are claiming it comes from frozen food now. Yeah. And it was very awesome. Like one of the lines in the article said, usually the easiest theory, <laughs> you know, the first one, yeah. you know, when they already figured out that it came from Wuhan. Yeah. That's the easiest one, and that's usually the true one. Yes. They've gone off on such a ta tangent that uh, Occam's razor doesn't exist to Chinese. No. In Chinese, I'm not talking about Chinese people's logic. I'm talking about CCP logic. Occam's razor is the furthest thing yes. from, from, from how they operate. Absolutely. It has to be the most complicated, unbelievable. Because they've flip-flopped, what, 10 times on the theories sure. now. Sure. First, it was from the U.S. military, mm -hmm. bringing it in the Olympic Games or whatever. Yeah, the, the military games. Then it yeah. was Italy, like you said. Then it was Japan. Then it was Norway. Now it's frozen food from South. From, America, from South America, India. From India. Oh. Come on, pick one. I know. Just stop. Jeez. Stop with your what about us and Actually, you know, I'm, I'm talking shit. The first theory was that it actually came from Wuhan. Because guess what? That's where it came from. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They even admitted it in the beginning, they and they did. demonized Wuhan for it. Yeah, exactly. Remember that? Uh, anyway. anyway, it's a, it's a bunch of nonsense. Now we got to move on to what's been going on with Australia now. Um, look, Australia and China's uh, relations are at an all-time low. The, ro the rogue province of Australia is starting <laughs> to give trouble to, you know, the the What do you the mean, motherland. the gum on the shoe of China? Yes, the gum Quite on the shoe. Quoting Chinese yes, officials, Chinese by officials. the way. So our favorite wolf wanker, turd warrior, piece of shit, Li, Li Jin Zhao, posted ooh, ooh. this um, uh, photoshopped picture. Okay. I don't even know who made that, but... Yeah. Uh, Whatever. For those of you at home, it's a smiling Australian soldier cutting a little child's neck, an mm. Afghan child's neck. The child is holding a lamb, so peaceful. And he's like smothering the kid's face with the Australian flag and cutting the, the kid's throat. Well, the, the Afghan flag is a uh, jigsaw puzzle. Yes. Now, here's, here's the part that I think everyone has to pay attention to. The only reason that anyone in the world even knows about this, um, these alleged killings of afghan children by some crappy soldiers the only reason is because, pieces of shit. Yeah, is because the australian government has put an inquiry into it they are looking into it. there's an investigation it's been made public everybody knows about this they are bringing people to justice they're looking at bringing people to justice there's outcry from the public nobody approves of this everybody hates this everyone wants justice to be seen and that's the only reason why the Chinese government even knows about this, or anyone knows about this. The atrocities that happen uh, in the Chinese military that are, you know, put forth by the Chinese military, they never make the news. There is no press. All the disgusting things that they've done are ignored and denied. Human trafficking, kidnapping, organ harvesting, Uyghur genocide, literally yeah. run amok. They can do anything they want with impunity because there is no m media that, that is allowed to cover it. And how about this, Tiananmen Square? 
Yeah, the Tiananmen yeah. Square massacre is something that everybody knows happened, but in China it didn't happen. There are no investigations. There are no no one's trying to bring anyone to trial for murdering students. It doesn't happen. And so there is no fodder for the rest of the world to pick up on and say, oh, well, you know, you just look at what you guys are doing, you know, but they do this all the time. It's such a double standard. It makes me mad. We're not trying to bring whataboutism. The whole no, point we no, brought this up was standard. because it's straight up double standards. And mm. they do this. And the reason I thought this was so important is when he tweeted this. I don't give yeah. a shit. Yeah. Like, I don't, if, if, you're butt, if you're really butthurt as an Australian, you get mad at this. I think you're, your heart's in the wrong place. Yeah. The reason this is important is because you are the, if, as an Australian, you are the flavor of the weak hate, hatred of the Chinese <laughs> sure. government. And you can see it in their media. Yeah. Whenever they put something like this out, it's only, it's only to give a middle finger to, to your country. Yeah. And to, to step on it and to walk all over it. Yeah. That's literally why they do it. It's, it's revenge. Can I also point out that this is a government account? It's a Chinese that's, that's government my issue. account. And if you have a government official, high up, foreign ministry spokesperson of the Chinese government puts out this kind of garbage, these garbage tweets, you know, it's not only in poor taste, it just shows you the level of the Chinese government, how childish they are, how immature they are, how crass they are, how uncivilized they are, how disgusting they are. Because if anyone, let's just say any big media official puts something out about China and shows some disgusting thing going on, they will be held to pay, not just China, any country. If they put something like this, you take any country's military, slicing off someone's head or something, and you tweet, even if it's a real thing, never mind if it's fake. If you're a government official putting out these kind of garbage tweets, you'll get crucified. You'll mm. lose your job, mm. you know. But the Chinese government with impunity puts out this garbage from their official channels. This is not some fanboy. This is not some nationalist fanboy. This is a government official. On Twitter, which is blocked yeah, in China. Gotta always got to throw that out Yeah, there. for sure. Irony. They're not taken to task. In fact, the rest of the world just kind of like seems to accept it. Australia is mm. not happy about this, obviously. But guess what? They they said uh, the Australian um, you know officials were like, "This is disgusting. Take it down. Apologize." Guess what? Not only did China not apologize, but they doubled down with Hua Chunying. Our second favorite. Yeah. By the way, both these characters have blocked me on Twitter, even though I've never ever posted anything or added it's them. It's like preemptive blocking. I'm blocked by both of these pieces of crap turd warriors. Um, this, again, and Ministry of Foreign Affairs from China. She, uh, Hua Chunying refused Australia's request for an apology over a controversial tweet, saying on Monday, did they think their merciless killing of Afghan civilians is justified, but the condemnation of such ruthless brutality is not? Afghan lives matter. Here they go, trying to use another phrase that is not theirs. Nope. Um... Yeah, it's... Why does the West not wake up to this crap? They are playing us at our own game. They're using our own political correctness against us. They're using our own weaknesses against us. The, the Chinese government is responsible for far worse atrocities. I hate to say that anything to do with killing any children anywhere is disgusting. And it's, the people that are responsible for that will be held to task. And they're not, going they to be allowed, they're not going to be allowed to escape. It's out there in the spotlight. But the stuff that happens in China, the Chinese military, the things they do, in Tibet, in Xinjiang, just on the borders of North Korea, human trafficking, sex trafficking, they're involved in all that corruption, stuff we've witnessed with our own eyes. You've seen the, the you've spoken to the corrupt uh, PLA that were smuggling I people. literally met soldiers that were doing human yeah. trafficking in Vietnam. In Vietnam. 
I mean, the stuff that goes on is insane. And yet here's China trying to preach from a moral high ground, trying to play us with our own Afghan lives matter, black lives matter, whatever. You know what? Chinese lives matter, okay? North Korean lives matter. Tibetan lives matter. Xinjiang Uyghur lives matter. You know what? Where's the commentary? Yeah, no one's bringing this up. These pieces of crap should not be allowed to do this. You know, people in glass houses throwing stones and all that. Yeah, agreed. Anyway. Well said. Let's uh, move on a little bit here. Um, don't worry. Uh, <laughs> there is a way that we can help Australia, by the way. It's not very difficult. No, if get you, drunk. If you like drinking like we do, order some Australian wine. Help a brother out. You know why? Because China's put a 212% uh, tariff on all Australian So wines. China was by and by far and large the, the largest buyer of Australian wines. Mm. And that tariff is effectively going to just destroy the Australian wine industry. Yeah. It's, gonna, it's really going to hurt it, right? So in solidarity, we appreciate we have done so. We bought yeah. some Australian wine. If you like wine, I would say go out and buy some Australian wine. Yeah. Help, help the wine, the wine, the vineyards out over there. Absolutely. Give them a little, a little bit of help. Unfortunately, and, and uh, I actually want to read this. I sent it to you the other day. Sure. One of my subscribers um, left a message. Let me just bring it up here. Left a message on one of my uh, things. So there's tons of, we got tons of interesting tweets or, or messages that we sent to each other. So just bear with me for a second. Okay. So a comment that they left on my video says, <clears throat> Australia is now in the sights of the CCP. We made the mistake of allowing China to become our biggest trading partner, and it's doing its best to damage my country's economy. All other nations should take heed. China can no longer deal in good faith and treat others with respect. They expect everyone both inside and outside China to capitulate to the CCP's wounds. Disengage. And uh, I couldn't have said it better myself. No, great. China, I mean, Australia has unfortunately chosen its partners poorly, and it's resulted in Australia being ravaged by, you know, China's stupid policies. Now you're seeing that, that China is not a friend and never was a friend. China is only there to take, Communist take, take, China. take, take. Yeah. Obviously not the people. But, you know, Australia's been dealing with crap for ages now. The Daigos that go there and take all the milk powder and take all the, the important things and send them off, you know, and just destroy it you know buying up all the properties and farms and stuff driving up real estate all the corrupt officials sending their their sons and daughters to study in australia and in the process really messing with things like real estate and education for local people it's it's a big thing australia's been suffering you know at the hands of the ccp for a long time and all because they're like oh but china's our friend we're such good partners guess what now you can see china's not your friend okay they never will be your friend the CCP is there to take, 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 take. And when you're no longer useful, they shut you off. And now you're going to see. Start making other friends, better friends, Australia. Um, anyway, uh, we're going to move on now. We're, well, we should probably do some super chats and we'll move on to our main segment. So what do you say? Yeah, I had it ready. Oh, you did? Um, Mad Rock 303, super chat just for support. Love the content, Keith. Thank you, Keith. Thank you. Uh, John Renner, can you guys talk about the sen sentencing of Joshua Wan Agnes Chow in Hong Kong? It's insane. Well, it's actually not. It's very predictable. Um, yeah. I think it's largely going to be symbolic now. I think people are... We know that it's the end of democracy in Hong Kong. Yes. It was a, it was a very quick decline after the, the latest bill that was introduced. 
Their sentences look rather light on paper, but that's just the beginning of something mm. else. It's not. It's, it's not, a warning. Not stop. It's a warning. It's like don't don't even try. Don't even try. I mean, it's they've it's arrested awful. pretty much everyone. Yeah, uh, pushing for democracy at Again, least leadership characteristics. A big warning to Taiwan that the one country two systems thing doesn't work. Yeah, and if they voted so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> they know that. and anyone else who deals with China is like any promise, any treaty that you sign with China will be broken. Yeah, when it's convenient for China to do so. For sure. Dark sky row. Will hmm. Chinese people be able to come to America if they choose to leave, leave the country? Well, there have been always. For sure. That's the difference is it's not like China where they just suddenly become absolutely racist and say, oh, anyone that's American has to do this or anyone right, that's right. from India has to do that. And they can and they do. And I've seen it happen to me yeah. while living in China and you sure. and everyone. Uh, America still has this kind of very robust immigration system and they don't discount you just because you come from a certain place. Yeah. You have a chance just like everyone else. It does. There is a ranking system. Obviously, if you're from England, you can just, it's much easier. Sure, you can actually sure. just come here without even a visa. Like countries. But for someone like me, a South African uh, like myself, it was incredibly difficult to get my visa into America. But you know what? I worked really hard. It took us about a year yep. to get my visa. It is possible. It's, there's still an avenue. You know, it's not like China. Where, sorry, no foreigners are allowed to travel here now. You know, oh, you're African. You're not allowed to stay in a hotel. Right. That kind of crap. It's a difference. So don't worry. If you've got Chinese relatives, as long as they don't like PLA officials, you know. Well, even then. Even then, as, as long as no one can prove they're PLA officials, um, they'll still be able to come. You should rat them out, though. Oh, you should. <laughs> uh, Kevin N. Thanks, guys. I'm still religiously watching all your videos across all your channels. Mm. I'm glad you started early today. Usually it's too late for me. Yeah, we'll probably be doing 2 o'clock from now. Yeah, on. it's because of the stupid daylight savings crap that goes sure. on here and mixes everything up. Mm. Tornado brick, uh, last one, then we'll move on. It's daylight wasting more Daylight like wastings. Yeah. Mm. Um, when India becomes the most populous country in the world, how will this change people's view of China as its place as the Middle Kingdom? Uh, other than statistically, like learning in school, I don't think that's going to change anything. Yeah. Um, China will always, I mean, China will always educate its populace as it being the Middle Kingdom forever. It doesn't matter if it's the most populous country in the world. Sure. They'll always teach that India is like lower class and worse. Yeah, China's education about India is horrific. Yeah, it's very, is. very, very bad. You yeah. don't want to. You don't want to know. <laughs> no, it's it's awful. Anyway, yeah. not to drive a stake between India and China, but anyway, let's move on. Okay, it's time for us to move on to our main segment. This which is, is a, soft power hour. This is something I'm very. I'm an expert on. Yeah. Okay. Soft power. We talk about how China is changing a mind or subverting, you know, your opinion and that type of thing. So, so I got a little take story. it away. Take it got away. Got a little story for you. Yeah. Um, a relative of mine bought something for me as an early Christmas present, okay? Mm, mm. Mom, it's not you. I know you're watching. <laughs> um, bought an early Christmas present for me, and it was something that I had, I had needed, mm. okay? Mm -hmm. Now, the problem is, is that instead of buying that exact item, which is what they were looking for, they bought something very similar, but it was, had half the functionality, and I don't want to embarrass them. Okay. had half the functionality, and it was not the brand from America that I had asked for. Mm. Don't really care. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Problem is, the item is not, although it advertises exactly that item, it was not the same item. Right? Okay. The problem is, what happened was, if you can pull up this here, sure. let's use this as a little identifier. You can see these sponsored results up here under these American flags. Now, what that meant was, when this person, this relative, was looking for the item for me, 
instead of getting that item, they got something that was labeled as such, but it was sponsored. So it's on the top of the search results, meaning yeah. psychosomatically, your brain goes, if it's on the top of the search result after I've searched for it, that's gonna be the item I want. Right? Yeah. Now what we found out on this huge deep dive was that Amazon is properly bought and sold by China. You got yeah. a lot of you guys probably already know this, but mm -hmm. we were really disappointed to find out how much so yeah. in that it's pretty much almost impossible through normal search terms to find something, I'm not trying to be patriotic here, made in America, made wherever, I don't care where it's made, sure. other than a, a Chinese fake product, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now I'm not talking about a counterfeit product, I'm talking about a product that is made to look like and to kind of act like uh, at a discount another product. Right? Sure. Usually electronics, mm -hmm. chargers, uh, power banks, wires, cables, computer parts, mm -hmm. all this kind of stuff. Yeah. But not only that, really pretty much anything. So we did it. We did a little experiment here. We'll show you this. Yeah. This is when we search for American flags. Now these are the top results on the top. Yeah, it's just when you search American flag, it brings up the sponsored one. So here we open this one, and uh, he actually found a really yeah, interesting well, plugin. I'll explain that. But so, take a look. This you wouldn't know. U.S. American flag. Boom. Nice. Look. So this. Uh, and I love that. I love this. It says, "Show your patriotism." By the way, yeah. Show your patriotism by buying from Zhejiang, China. Now, <laughs> the reason this came up, seller from Zhejiang, China. This is not Amazon being transparent. If Amazon had one moral bone in their body, yeah, they would actually tell you where things are from. But conveniently, they don't tell you where things are made. Right. Yeah. The reason they do that is because they want the supply chain to be very, very close to the consumer to keep their costs down. The sure. reason Amazon is so popular is that stuff is cheap. It's beneficial for Amazon on, from a marketing perspective mm -hmm. to have really, really cheap stuff. Not yeah. to have quality stuff, they sure. don't give a shit. You'll find out soon that these ratings and these reviews that you read are absolute toss bullshit. Yeah, the majority now, of them. This app, it's not an app, it's a Google Chrome plugin. It's called yeah. Cultivate. I put it down in the description. It is not a sponsor. No. I actually reached out because I was curious about how they developed it and I wanted to talk to them about it, but it's not a sponsor at all. We don't get paid anything nope, for this. No. What it does, you put it on your Google Chrome and every time you click an Amazon product, it'll tell you where it's from, yeah. right? Where the seller's from and more importantly, where the brand is from, right? Sure. So it'll tell you that and if you're lucky, it'll actually give you, and you can keep going here, it'll give yeah. you an American equivalent of a product, right? Sure. Now, what I wish they did was actually show you equivalents from all around the world. Mm. But, okay, cl click uh, pause here. Yeah. As you can see here, it says seller from Guangdong, China for this American flag. Yeah. And it gives you 87 American-made alternatives. So sure. it doesn't matter. I mean, you can go in and see yourself. But, like, basically, it'll give you the alternatives that are, that are made in the USA. Now, I wish they had made in Taiwan, made in, like, sure, different sure. countries or whatever. But if you can see this, you click this here. Um, the mug. This says proud American. to be an American, which I find hilarious. Yeah. yeah. This is from Run Home. Yeah. Sounds like a Run Home, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, it does. And if we let it load here with the, uh, the Cultivate program, uh, seller plugin, from says, China. the seller from China. Okay. Yeah. Now, I don't really care about this. Like, okay, you're going to have cheap products. We know they're going to be from China. Sure. But giving a, a buyer more awareness as to where stuff comes from, I think, is the responsibility of a company that aggregates things like this, like sure. Amazon. They don't give a shit, like I said. And it's cool yeah. that this app exists, and I hope it becomes more robust. For me, I, I dislike the lack of transparency. Yeah. If you want to make an informed purchase, I mean... You're buying a I'm proud to be an American mug or an sure. American flag. Sure. You're probably quite patriotic, sure. right? So you would probably want something made in America. Yeah. I because mean, yeah. what are you doing? Like, 
instead of going America with the eagle, it's like China, Doing something like I don't know, whatever, like you know, insert your Gujang instruments here. <laughs> you know, it's for for me, it's just like it blows my mind. You know, but this transparency is good because look, there it's inevitable that you you have to get certain products from China. Pretty much 90% of all gadgets and widgets and cables and electronics all come from Shenzhen. As of now. Yeah, where I you know, used to live. But if there is an alternative, I'd like to know about it. Sure. Because quite honestly, I'm tired of supporting this tyrannical government. Mm-hmm. It's nothing against the people of China. I love the people of China, especially in the technology industry and stuff. I met so many people. I lived where they all come from. I love the people there. But at the end of the day, the money that's going to China is not going to these lovely people. It's going to the government, and it's bullshit. So if I'm in some searching, way, shape, or form. Yeah, absolutely. Bolstering the country. And when you bolster the country of China, you're not bolstering the people. You're bolstering the tyrannical government that controls everyone there. Mm. So if I'm trying to buy a power bank, for instance, I would like to see if there's one made in Taiwan, for instance. I'd much rather get that, or Japan. It took us like a half an hour to find a Taiwanese-made power bank. And guess mm. what? It still works. Yes. It's good. Yeah, sure. Now, I, I mm. wanted to say something. Sure. This is not like... I'm, I'm absolutely all about free trade, and there's a reason that this stuff ended up happening, okay? There's a reason the supply chain went to China. Now, the problem I have is when we went into how Amazon actually operates. Yeah. I want to be able to go to a website and let's say I don't give a shit about, okay, stop here. Yeah. Let's say I don't give a shit about whether it comes from China or not. Mm. You, maybe you don't care and I don't care. That's your right, right? Sure. Maybe you don't care about that. The problem is the underhanded methods that make this system completely uncompetitive. See, I want competition. I want free trade, but sure. there is no competition when China has click farms, bots, and literally games a system to where their people are paid to post fake reviews and then harass the legitimate products that they're copying. Sure. That's sure. the issue that I have. And Amazon does next to nothing about it. Sure. Right. So this is a good example is Anchor. Mm-hmm. You guys have heard of this brand probably. It's, it's everywhere. Good, it's a good brand. It's okay. It actually is a good brand. It's sure. highly rated. All the guys who do camera reviews and Apple stuff, they all like this brand. The only reason I wanted to bring this up is it says seller from California, but the brand is from China. So you're sure. actively supporting you know, a Chinese yeah, brand. Sure. Um, but anyway, maybe you can go a little bit into the underhanded techniques sure. of actually how this runs. Well, the first time I got my first experience with how, you know, this, this whole thing works is, give me a second, I'll take us to, I'll, I'll just bring us in here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shenzhen, where I lived for 14 years, that's where technology starts. I know a lot of people who actually came over to Shenzhen in order to develop a product because that's where you get access to engineers, you get access to the factories, you get, you know, so you bring your blueprints, you bring your ideas. You go around to factories and you, you know, discuss or you have a a Chinese partner or whatever it is and you develop a product and then you get it made because that's where you get things made. You want anything in the world made, you get it done in Shenzhen. Okay, and that's how it works. Anything electronics. So the guy was making Bluetooth speakers. Uh, Well, I can't remember if it's Bluetooth speakers or some kind of sunglasses, whatever it was. It was something pretty unique that he dreamed up over like years, okay, in order to make this thing. He gets there, he had a working prototype ready to show the factory. So, you know, they took his design, they did all this stuff, started making it for him. And he actually set up an office in Shenzhen in Mm. order to ship, like on Amazon and stuff. He was selling this all over the world. So he would sit there and literally like him and a couple of his little uh, workers that he hired would sit there in the office and package them by hand, ship them out. And his business started to thrive. He started to get tons of orders. He was sending it. And then all of a sudden one day, Nothing. His sales dropped to almost nothing. 
And it's like, okay, what's going on here? And then he went to go look at his Amazon and stuff and all of his products had got like negative reviews, one star reviews, you know, basically saying it's faulty, doesn't work, it's rubbish, don't buy from this, you know, discouraging. And then he found out that some factory had copied his product. Exactly, because this happens a lot in China. It's happened multiple times that I've seen it happen to people that I know firsthand. Where a factory, because how it all works is the factory owners always have friends, cousins, other family members or people in the Communist Party or whoever, like police, whatever it is. They always have influential friends. And in order to curry favor with these influential friends, or even just to start a side business, they kind of partner up and they say, okay, I've got all the designs to make XYZ product. I'm going to send them to you. You just change it a little bit, change a name, change a color, and let's start making it ourselves. And then we can actually start selling them and undercut you know, the original people. And that's what they do. That's why there's so many knockoffs and very good knockoffs in China is because they take it from the source mm. and they go and copy it. I mean, even TCL and you know all these big companies, they do it too. They just knock off other products. They, so, uh, I want to say that big Chinese companies will knock off themselves. Yeah, they knock themselves. The off. actual bosses and CEOs will go start splinter factories. Yeah, it's very common. I know people. Have yeah, if them. you're like a manager or something in a big company and you have access to all the trade secrets yeah. and stuff, why not just go start your own TV they do. company? They or do everywhere. So this is what had happened. Another unscrupulous knockoff company started selling his exact same product. Right. Okay, his product right. that they were now making, and they went and paid all these click farms to give that fake product like glowing reviews, right. five star across the board. Sure. Thousands upon thousands upon thousands of like good reviews. And then his original product gets all the negative right. zero reviews. Right. So nobody buys his product and they start buying the knockoff. Right. So he literally lost his business because of that whole scenario. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it's his product that's being sold, his copy of his product. Right. And that's the devious nature, you know, of these Amazon sellers. And you this can, is yeah, something... Yeah, play, play some of this material we sure. have in the background. Um, basically, how it gets done is mm -hmm. we've talked about click farms in the past. Yeah, you can skip past this. Yeah, it's you just, know we're just looking. Works. We're just looking at like how everything's pretty much made in China. So the, this is an actual translation of a course that Chinese people can buy, mm -hmm. right? So you have entry level course, product promotion, and store basics. So you pay two hundred thirty nine RMB, mm -hmm. and they'll teach you the ropes on how to basically make money in the you know from Western Westerners on Amazon. Yeah, exactly. And that's how you get started. Now, what happens after that is, well, oh, yeah, we forgot to talk about this. Yeah. This is the uh, proof <laughs> about the percentage. Yeah. This is top 5,000 products by brand country of origin. 48% of them are, are from China. Yeah, on Amazon. Right. Yep. USA is only 34%. Which inherently, again, is not an issue. It's the fact that they get promoted to the top through dubious, like, coercion and bullying. Yeah. Just kind of right. like how business in China works anyway. Mm-hmm. But it's on Amazon. Uh, so here's an example of a, of a, a fake review. Yeah. So it's Hello Seller. We're a professional Amazon service organization. Uh, really not deleted review, $1 to $5. Real buyer's mailbox, $3 per. Still have a lot of things that will help you. Please contact us. So mm -hmm. you can basically get, uh, get paid to leave all these reviews if you have an Amazon account yeah. on a fake Chinese product. They do also steal the uh, API. Mm -hmm. from Amazon. So what happens is either Chinese hackers or insiders will leak this stuff and they'll pay big money for it. And here you can see a tactical flashlight. If you type in TC1200 tactical flashlight, you'll have a 42% chance of that actually getting clicked. And this is very valuable information for, for a Chinese seller. So I think you've noticed this. 
if you go on Amazon and, try, and you find a, a product that's clearly Chinese, mm -hmm. the, the actual name of the product will be like a book long. Yeah, it has that, yeah. every keyword from these API, uh, the, a, the API stuff that you find. And they'll make sure that it contains all those highly clicked items. And that's sure. why things are like table, matte black, finish, two by four, you know, you can use it for putting plates on it. And also you can sit next to it, blah, blah. It's I, like... I don't think you guys realize the scale of these click farms. So here are a couple of pictures behind us of just some. They have banks of phones set up all with unique accounts. Mm -hmm. Okay. And this is what happens. This is when people pay for reviews, people pay for subscribers on YouTube, people pay for clicks, pay for whatever. Sure. This is what happens is you'll have a single, like here you can see a single woman sitting there with a row of probably about a hundred phones or more. Sure. And she will just on all these very unique, every, they can buy SIM cards really cheap. Mm -hmm. Okay. For each one. So that each has a, uh, its own unique email address, its own sure. unique phone number. Yeah, like four RMB. For yeah, like... and then they will install however many different apps on that one phone. Mm -hmm. So Amazon, YouTube, you know, Spotify, you name it, whatever. Whatever apps that involve clicks and likes and Instagram or, or Twitter or whatever. And then when they get their order, they just go through all of them one by one, like this product, like this product on Twitter, like this product, move to the next one, like, like, like. Mm -hmm. And that one person will do this all day, every day, and there's like a rooms set up with this. And sometimes to get away from uh, the Chinese law, because there's laws in China that kind of prevent this from yeah, happening. The next sometimes. picture might prove that wrong. Well, I mean, no, I mean, the <laughs> yeah, laws are very, yeah. but maybe, maybe not a Chinese law. Maybe there's a the sure. Amazon or something's yeah. recognizing Chinese numbers as being spam. Then they just move their operations to Thailand or Vietnam yeah. or some other Mongolia, country, yeah. other country where it's very cheap to buy SIM cards. They set this up. It's it's a very well-known thing that these click farms, okay? So, I was just saying yeah. this one actually has like the work protocol. Yeah, yeah, on up the, on, on, the, on wall. the wall. <laughs> it's a very kind of common thing. Um, and this is how China manipulates the world's like reviews and products. I'm just disappointed because like... Mm -hmm. Amazon's just become basically unusable if unless you really look into what you're buying or specifically you can't just shop around on it anymore like yeah. it's not about supporting China or not it's about like am I getting a reliable product anymore because you can't believe the reviews no the sponsored posts on the top are probably garbage yeah and who knows where the good stuff is because yeah. it gets downvoted into oblivion with fake bad reviews I know that's the tough thing that's a tough thing. So you're probably buying a knockoff or something instead. Right, right. That's yeah, true. Yeah, it is pretty crappy. Well, I mean, that's pretty much the be-all and the end-all of our soft power hour, wouldn't you say? Yeah. yeah. Just be a little bit more diligent. I know a lot of people don't Try out that care. app. I thought it yeah. was yeah. The, the Cultivate thing. It helps a little bit. At, at least. least educate yourself a yeah. little bit. Unfortunately, yeah. it's very America-centric. So Yeah, I mean, I hope. I think it, it might snowball, though. Right? It'd be cool if you could pick where you want your stuff from. Or if it just tell, told you like other country. Yeah, origins. any alternative, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. So hopefully there'll be anyway. something like that out there. Yeah. Cool. All mm -hmm. right. Uh, Victor Gildoff, thank you very much. Bath, thank you. Uh, he says, I appreciate. I absolutely love both of you. I love all your content. As someone who's never traveled, I find it immensely interesting and appreciate your non-biased approach. Thank, thank you. you. On a positive note, what's the best coffee tea you've ever had? I think the best coffee we've had is called Moon Bear. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's, it's from Vietnamese. Vietnam. Moon, check it out. It's really good. You can buy it on Amazon. Yeah, you can get it on Amazon, and you specifically know it's from Vietnam. <laughs> yeah, it's called uh, Moon Bear. They got different variants of it, though. So sure. try them all. Uh, you we know, like I gotta tell you, there's this weird thing that happens in Guangdong. By the way, Guangdong coffee is like the worst, worst coffee. You know, like Cantonese coffee. Sure. It's like I don't know how they make it. 
And, oh, the stuff like in Hong Kong. Too, you know, like in the like chat scenes, uh, it's so gross. Yeah. Anyway, they've got something called Yuan Yang, which is gross, but kind of interesting, it's which is good. a mixture of tea and coffee with condensed milk, mm-hmm. you know? Um, it's too sweet. It's, it's just bizarre because it's the way they make tea as well is they just basically, I don't know if they put powder. It's weird, but um, Yuan Yang is something to try. Yeah. It's condensed milk. It's sea milk. It's low, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's got sea milk in it. It's got like <laughs> That's how you know it's weird, good. very rich tea. Yeah, and it's so cloy. <laughs> it's so rich. And uh, and like this gross coffee, which I don't know what it is, dude. Are they using coffee powder or something? It's I think instant? so. I think yeah, it's no, it's instant. definitely instant coffee. And instead of putting it's like, like a spoon, they put like a cup. Cup, yeah. You know? It's so strong. Yeah. yeah. But uh, good Chinese tea. I like Puar Cha. Yeah, Puar, that's, Puar that's, tea, that's my favorite. Yeah. Yeah, there's good stuff out there. And and Hainan makes Hainan in China makes good coffee, unlike Guangdong. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan Lau. Mm. Why is the KMT more pro-CCP now, considering it's been a half of the 20th century battling the CCP? Not a fan of the DPP, but the KMT is way worse. Now, the reason is uh, the KMT were the previous government of China, the nationalists, the mm. Kuomintang. They're more pro-CCP now because they want status quo trading partnership with, mm. with mainland China. They do have more in common with the CCP. Keep in mind, the Kuomintang was an authoritarian dictatorship. It yeah. did have trappings of democracy, which eventually led Taiwan to become a free country. But the way that they operate is very similar to the way CCP is. CCP is not communist. The China Party is not communist. It's an authoritarian fascist state. Very yeah. similar. And they would prefer that Taiwan keeps this kind of like, well, well we won't be part of you but it could happen in the future and it kind of allows it to trod along. The DPP is much more uh, aggressive saying that we as Taiwanese people have our own identity. It's like, uh, it's like when you have an ex-girlfriend, right? You you kind of fondly remember the good yeah, times, but yeah. you seem to forget all the crap and the reason you broke sure. up with them in the first place. That right, exactly. Non- That's another yeah, good example. Exactly. So you're just remembering like, oh yeah, we had so much in common, we had so much fun, etc. And then you, you're like, wait, but she was just a disgusting person. You know? Sure. The CCP yeah. is a disgusting yeah, 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 girlfriend. Yeah, exactly. Dude, I'm getting lit. Yeah, it's coming up. See if it hits your face. I don't like this. That's always the... This new that, game is terrible. It's a new game. I'm getting Is it going to hit Seamoke's face or not? That light. I'm, I'll just make you sit in this chair next time. <laughs> not not going to happen. I'll just open the other window. Okay, right? fine. Well, let's, um, let's have another one. Thanks. Koala1203, mm-hmm. uh, just watching your video on my birthday. Happy birthday, Yeah, Koala. happy birthday. We should be giving you the $5. Yeah, thank you. Uh, keep up the good work, gents. And we will. Thank Absolutely. you. Um, we'll move on. Yeah, to the let's last move bit. on to our next bit. Okay, we're going to talk about worldview, guys. And worldview is where we talk about everything in the world, uh, specifically with regards to China. Yeah. Okay. We got a little bit more pettiness here. Um. <laughs> <laughs> this is just kind of funny. Classic it is. Global Times. We love you. Everybody knows Global Times is the official mouthpiece of the Chinese Communist Party. In but Yeah, in English. But they are off the rails. <laughs> well, they always are. Yeah, but they are always <laughs> off the rails. Yeah. I love this. Okay. Global Times. <clears throat> in reaction to anger from hashtag South Korean citizens over the netizens. ownership, sorry netizens, um, over the ownership of pickled cabbage, Chinese netizens upload pictures of various pickled vegetables from their hometowns to social media to show hashtag China's rich pickled vegetable <laughs> history. What's up with the CCP and vegetables? Is there a thing? Now South Koreans love kimchi. kimchi. Yeah, it's literally it every is, meal. Um, you know, when I was studying in university, in Shenzhen University, there were a lot of South Koreans in my class. And we had kind of had this, you know, show your cultural, you know, from your cu- country and everyone had to get up and stand and say something. Unfortunately, I couldn't really demonstrate murder and rape very well in the class. So I couldn't represent South Africa. But they brought like children's books to show us from South Korea. 
And the children's book are literally about making kimchi. It's, it's that like, important. We it's know how super important it is. Yeah, I mean, we, we met yeah, them. We did and, it. Yeah. Um, and they made and they bought some homemade kimchi, which is amazing, by the way. But it's, it is a huge part of South Korean yes. culture. And it's not some like racist trope, like you kimchi no. eater or something. I'm a they kimchi eater. I have a huge jug it's in li- my freaking fridge. It's literally like a huge part of their culture. Yes. Right. Okay. Just kind of like, um, I don't know. What do you what do you eat here in America? Like burgers on the grill or something? Sure, grilling culture. Yeah, grill, that, yeah that would be maybe a thing. like yeah. in baseball. In baseball, there yeah, you go. yeah. Anyway, so it's a huge part. So obviously, like they're very proud of it. And like we, you know, it's a big part of our culture. So China gets all butthurt. Like, oh yeah, well we also make pickled vegetables. Look here. I just lo- <laughs> I love the quote: news. "Rich pickled vegetable history." I know that is such a China quote. Yeah, it's straight up the most CCP quote ever. It's like we have a rich mm. pickled vegetable Chi- history. China really. The way that China behaves as government, um, it's like that that kid at school that always has to be better than everyone yeah, else because they're yeah. so insecure. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. well my dad right. will beat up your dad. It's or, they have nothing to show for it, but they mm-hmm. have things that they'll say. Like someone oh, brings show to show and tell brings like a little car. Oh yeah, I got ten cars at home, but I yeah, just didn't just bring didn't him. bring this time. Yeah. yeah, that's actually the CCP. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, actually, it's that kid. Yeah, it totally. Is. No, you know what it is? It's that guy with that shit table in the beginning. He yes. is that kid. Yeah, he is that kid. You know, because he said a bunch of shit and has nothing to show for it. Yeah, except a broken table. Yeah. Anyway, we thought that was interesting, and they love using vegetables as propaganda for some bizarre reason. Yeah, this is less funny. You can just yeah. roll this. No. Okay. Um, explain what's happening in the background. So here. this, uh, these are monks, right? Yeah. Now you'd think this is in Tibet. Now what they're doing is pledging their allegiance uh, to Xi Jinping, and to Mao the Communist Zedong. Party of China, and to Mao Zedong's principles. Yeah. Now they're being forced to do this. This is not of their own volition. They're not monks going like, "Damn, do I, <laughs> damn, do I love authoritarianism?" Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. They are forced to do this um, just to basic. And why do you think it's being filmed? It's being filmed probably by a police officer or a government official for propaganda purposes and for coercion purposes to show yeah. that they have a stranglehold on local populace, especially religious groups. Yes. They're always worried about that kind so of thing. So where, se- did, where did this take place? So this didn't happen in, in Tibet. This actually happened in Ningbo. Oh, in good old Feng, Ningbo. Yeah, Fenghua district. So this is in a, a normal part of eastern China, like Ningbo. You may think a place like Ningbo or Shanghai or these eastern provinces are like more free or they have more like more going on, they're more developed, mm-hmm. so they're more civilized. No. They're, they have the exact same communist principles. If you go to a place like Ningbo or you live yeah. in a place like Ningbo, then you still have to adhere to this bullshit authoritarian rhetoric to the point where it's just as bad as these oppressed regions. Yeah. They still have the exact same authoritarian principles. It's not different. Imagine having to force a religion like these obvious Buddhist monks to right. praise a dead murderer, mass murderer, and to praise... <laughs> A chairman of a country and to praise a communist party yeah in the last line it says uh we be prepared to sacrifice everything for the party and never betray the party yeah so in throughout this the speech they're basically saying that it's more important it's mm-hmm. more important for them to not not be religious it's more important for them to follow the party and yeah. they're they have to recite this kind of stuff not from the volition of their heart no it's because they're forced to it's a survival again, mechanism they have to do it uh, like a, to go back on why it was filmed i think I mean, I've just based on my experience living in China, this is definitely used as internal propaganda for the either the police force or the local government mm. to say, look at how we, we got this, guys. Because they, yeah. they don't want to be like, you guys are not allowed to do this anymore. Yeah. Shut it down because they don't want protests. They don't want unrest. Instead, they'll make them do this kind of stuff, film it, and then show their bo- CCP boss and be like, yeah. no, we got this under control. Absolutely. 
So yeah, that uh, that happened in Ningbo. As people yeah. people who can't speak Chinese will say Ningbo. Ningbo, yeah. Ningbo, yeah. Ningbo, yeah. Yeah, another just commie stronghold as it is. Absolutely. So anyway, a bit of a dour end. Yeah, that was not very not very nice. Let but us we can move, do some questions. Yeah, let's move on to our questions and answers where we answer your questions and you question our answers. So what have we got? Truly chasing the light here. I see the light. Yeah. Uh, InterSim says, I was going to spend my money this weekend going to the Perth Museum where that shit was. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought it would be better spend on you guys. Keep up the awesome work. Thank, Thank you, you very much. much. Support Australian That's wine. Really cool. I mean, if you're in Australia, well, it's yeah, I think they pretty do, easy. Yeah. Like, um, Bengal Tiger, New York City. Hey, guys, how many languages can you both speak? Uh, Winston, you speak Afrikaans. English and Chinese. And Japanese to a certain extent. Some, like, some Japanese. Yeah. The, the problem is I don't speak any of the secondary languages particularly well. Afrikaans is probably the best because I learned sure. it in and school. And then Chinese is And then Chinese there, yeah. and then Japanese. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, I speak English, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my English is pretty good, to be honest. Um, it's not bad. <laughs> You're doing pretty good. Uh, I speak mm-hmm. English. I speak uh, some Spanish, some Finnish, and fluent Chinese. There we go. And I can understand Cantonese to a certain degree. Yeah, yeah. Uh, next, Akuma Maxayumi. Hmm. Thank you for uh, thanks for talking about the China Australia tweet, guys. Have a beverage on me. China experts here tell the go- tell the government to back down because China won't apologize. So we have to be the ones to fix things. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's really going to stop backing you guys, down because yeah. all you're doing is you're you're capitulating and they're going to stop electing officials that are in the pockets of the CCP. Yeah. they're just going to keep reaching more and more. The more you capitulate, the more they take until there is nothing left. Right. Until you you will be speaking Chinese and you know all your street signs will be in Chinese and uh, you will have to swear fealty to the Communist Party in school and your children will have to do the same and they will have a flag raising in the morning above your police stations and you know. Uh, Box Hill or whatever, yep. they do that anyway they with did, the Chinese yeah. flag, and you'll be hearing the I Chinese national happen. anthem. Happen, it's yeah. happening. It's you know, go watch that factual drama Red Dawn. <laughs> yeah, it's good. I'm no, just kidding. Yeah, uh, Jeremiah Johnson. Hey, mm. hey, boys, Mun's for the protein this time to help with the gains. Thank you. Wow, thanks, man. Mm. Not silver bullet money this time. You gotta yeah, because the silver bullets literally give us gains, but in a different the wrong place. kind of gains. Yeah, uh, keep up the good work. What are your favorite Jackie Chan movies? Are there any good modern wuxia movies that aren't heavily CCP influenced? Modern ones, probably not. No. I love I love old Jackie Chan movies from the nineties and I stuff like abs- Rumble in the Bronx. That's and, probably my favorite. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah, absolutely you know. love all of those yeah. ones. First Strike. Unfortunately, I hate Jackie Chan. Now. No, yeah, me too. He's, He's wanky Chan. Yeah, it's what a what a downfall. Piece of shit. Sold out his own son. Yeah, sold out his country. He's like, hey, CCP, my son smoked weed in Beijing. <laughs> Who does that? Come on, you narc. Yeah. Frick. Yeah. Exile from the ashes. In small thanks for the beauty and truth about China, Canada is in deep with the CCP. Yeah, Canada. Right, Canada you're next. We have some more material. Pick on Australia a lot, but Canada's actually worse. It's yeah. just that Australia's feeling the pinch right now. Sure. Mm. Well, it's the flavor of the week to hate. Mm for ccp yeah. hell's asylum from denmark uh greetings from denmark what's your take on the government culling the entire mink population because of covid that was very impressive mm. um and honestly the fact that that happened in denmark gave me so much relief to find out that that didn't happen somewhere else sure because i know that denmark would be able to handle something like that absolutely uh do you think china will now attempt to overtake global fur farming i think that's actually a very interesting insight i think they probably would yeah that would make a lot of sense a big hole in the market yeah why not Except, they kill enough animals anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Like government-funded fur farms are brutal in yeah. China. I don't yeah. even want to get into it. No, it's horrible. Uh, anyway, next. Mm. Uh, saw frame. 
Are you guys aware that the Australian PM tried to clarify his position to the Chinese comedian in Australia and WeChat censored yes, him? Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Should have mentioned that, actually. That's another thing. I mean, if WeChat is censoring you in your own country, you know, yeah. um, I, f I really feel like you should be not allowing that to be a part of your country because mm. it shows the influence. And that, that is a problem with Chinese uh, abroad is that the majority of Chinese people that, that travel abroad, they still rely heavily on um, WeChat. Yeah which is tied to the Chinese Communist Party. Yeah, and so that's, that's how they still communicate, even when they're in another country. So they're still influenced, and a huge influence, and their news is filtered, and everything is filtered. So they're still under the control of the CCP. So even if the Australian prime minister goes out there and sends a message to you know, Chinese people, it gets censored on WeChat. It's not reaching them. No, when I go on WeChat, my favorite thing is to go on my feed mm -hmm. and read my daily Xi Jinping thoughts. They actually have <laughs> they that. They do. That's, that's a real thing. Yeah. Lots of doves, lots of clouds. It's always like red in those stupid Beijing arch things, yes. you know, with clouds. Yes. and. You guys don't understand. You know how they have like uh, uh, vaporwave aesthetic or 80s aesthetic, which you like, synth yeah, aesthetic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's an actual CCP aesthetic. So it's got white doves with a red background. In a red background. Yeah. And they're like little gift doves that yeah, float yeah, around. Yeah. That's a CCP aesthetic. Mm, yeah. It's a thing. Um, Johnny Z-Man, showing your support. Showing support. My favorite YouTuber. Show support for the brave people of Hong Kong. Keep up the fight, guys. Yeah. It no may matter be what happens. It may be over in a way, but it isn't over in a way. Because symbolically, we need to keep standing up against Absolutely. the CCP. Mm -hmm. Frederick Salen. Love your content, guys, regarding the latest ADV China video. Uh, EU motorcycle age restrictions is a good reason to get a 125. Yeah, yeah. of course. We it's actually the same on, in South Africa. We're yeah. speaking on behalf of the U.S. where yeah. when you get your license, you yeah. just have your license. Which is crazy. So a little kid can go and get a 650 or a 1,000cc, which is... 650 is nothing. You can go get a freaking yeah. super bike, like it's a dumb. turbo, a supercharged Kawasaki. It's dumb. It's dumb. Anyway, send... Um, Santi, dose. I actually disagree that I think it's up to the people's choice to buy that. It's dumb. Um, dose, do you think? Do you think a sixteen-year-old boy? Eighteen. Oh, okay. So an eighteen-year-old boy given like a weapon of destruction. No, is but that's a good up. Idea. That's up to that's up to him and his. Why is it that you only allow people to drink at twenty-one? Then? I don't allow shit. So I'm saying like this is. I personally think alcohol should be banned. <laughs> I hate drinking. <laughs> Nonsense. Speaking of which, Santi says Dos Equis, Modelo, or Rona. Choice is yours. Definitely not choosing the Rona. <laughs> I, Dos Equis, I like my lungs. For me, it's Dos Equis for uh, sure. I think I like Modelo better. Mm. I like Modelo better for sure. Okay, yeah. cool. I'm right. not a huge fan of Mexican beer. It's okay. I, I, I like I it a lot. I know you do. Yeah. We're not dis we can disagree. Of course. I'm yeah. just saying, I like it a lot. By the way, we're really pissed off because we like Japanese beer. Yeah. Just for like, I like craft brews the most, but like if I just want to F around, yeah, yeah. like me and you are just playing just some have a couple video drinks, games, yeah. then we just like to have some Sapporo's or yeah. some Asahi's. They're all now being brewed in Vietnam, and this is no <laughs> diss to Vietnam, but it tastes different. It's not good. All the stuff here anyway that yeah, we can get. it changed. It's it, like Asahi's. Just three months ago, it was from yeah. Japan. Yeah. It's not like anymore. Sapporo's, all those. And no then, diss to Vietnam. It tastes terrible, it's though. It's not the same. Stop. Your water is terrible. We know because we were there. <laughs> we know. We know yeah, why. Yeah, it's being bottled in Haiphong in like a, <laughs> you know, a factory a out, outrun yeah, outlet. Yeah. It's not fair. No, and it tastes terrible. Stop. Anyway, case <laughs> yeah. closed 93. Yeah. Didn't didn't know you'd be early today. Mm. Well, now you know. Thank you. Uh, Arkadutz Witzkowski. Yeah. Um, You've said that you've chosen the paint shop your Pontiac is in was based on online reviews. After the experiment you've had with them, don't you think they also paid for some positive reviews? I don't think so. No. I think because 99% of the, the people that went there were doing insurance claims stuff. And they yeah. do do a good job. They do. That's the thing. They're very capable. Yeah. But they just didn't prioritize my car. And it's it's actually, it, 
it, it's in a bad way at the moment. Like it's sure. in a bad situation. They finally started doing some work, but you got to bear in mind they promised me two months right. would be done, and it's almost month four, and they've only just started, and they're still only working maybe once every two weeks an afternoon on the thing. Mm-hmm. It's driving me crazy, but I just don't know what to do because the car's like half. Well, it's not driving me anywhere right now. Yeah, uh, we'll we'll see. We'll see. Anyway, I'll update you on the Worthless Whips channel. I've got a whole rant about yes. it. Oh, and go go to Worthless Whips and watch the new Playboy episode. Yeah, we did. Frick, yeah. it's good. Yeah, yeah, it's super fun. Seriously, the cars in Playboy. We look at old ads. We have a couple of drinks. I think you'll like it. It's too good. Yeah, too Worthless Whips. We'll leave a link in the description after this. Yes. Mm. Pin comment even. Yeah. Uh, UK lock pickers. Cheers. Thank you. Uh, Mike Huter. Good to see you guys after missing several weeks. Thanks, Mike. We missed you. Yeah, thanks uh, for hope, coming back, man. Hope you have a great Christmas and you too. Yeah, for everyone out there. Uh, case closed 93, or whatever you celebrate. Yeah. Uh, case closed 93. Especially if you celebrate Christmas. Yeah. Well, it's common ground <laughs> over here. Yeah. What if yeah. you celebrate Hanukkah? Uh, they can celebrate that too. Yeah. Yeah. Celebrate whatever you Frank, want. But Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> That's, it's your holiday. I agree. Yeah. Uh, case closed 93. Is the raised fist symbol used by CCP? Yes, yes all the time. All the time. It, even... It's actually, especially in advertising. Even in the freaking, the, the equivalent of the DMV. Remember, I yeah. shot that. It's like, They're like, fight, you know, the whatever. Like, support bollocks. the party and like, down with the Yeah, and, that, and what you're doing is you're basically paying your traffic fines. Yeah, they use you know, the exact same one. renewing your driver's license. <laughs> yeah. They got a fist over the thing. <laughs> What's it looks that all like about? One of those sex toy. <laughs> anyway, yeah. that's what the CCP will do to you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a protest symbol in the West, but Hong Kong didn't use it for that reason. I heard. Yeah, and I agree. I mean, it's it's, it's, it's a symbol. It's that's a communist been tied. symbol. To me, it's tied to the CCP. Yeah, I see hammer and sickles. I that but that's only because we lived in China. <laughs> yeah, true. I've been tainted. Mm. Han W, our men. Uh, I've been following you guys for many years, and your level of understanding of mainland Chinese society still amazes me. Aussie beer fun. Thanks. Thank Han you. Man. Thanks. Uh, Dwayne Gomez, did you see Xi'an Chengdu's five, aka all those, all those little nice folks, uh, crying for freedom for the Huawei Princess Meng? Can you believe those? Yeah, guys? Uh, guys, I can. I can believe it. When you are um, living in China and you, you have to think do. of topics for your videos, you know, you can start out with, look at this amazing food, look at right, this amazing right. place, you know, oh, it's so cheap to have beer, whatever, you know, you'll go through a list of things you can talk about. And then you kind of hit a dead wall because you can't talk about anything sensitive. You can't have an opinion. Yeah, you can say America bad or Trump bad or whatever. That's fine. You kind of run out of that. What are you going to do next? Hmm, let's see. Either we have to go and say that Meng did nothing wrong or Taiwan is not a country. Or, you know, it's basically those two things. That's all you yeah. can really go to next. So. Sure. And also keep in mind, like, mm. if you're living there, you got to, if you're a content creator, you're going to have a hard time, like you said, finding topics yeah. that are safe and kosher. Because if you have any sort of opinion, you'll get the hammer thrown at you. Yeah, so all you can really go and look is look at you'll, this amazing development. Look at this factory. De- they'll make you delete your videos, mm. and even if you're not even critical, even if it's something they just don't like. They'll yeah. make you delete your videos, they'll threaten you, and they'll harass you, and they can even deport you. So. Yeah. Or even imprison you, technically. Yeah, so the Chengdu gang of Chongqing or whatever it is. Um, I feel for them. Xi'an, like, yeah. They're trying to put out content, and it's tough. It's tough. It's tough to uh, tough to do it. Unfortunately, it drives them to attack sane, rational people and yeah. also to, to insult a lot of, like... I agree. That's what I have. It's like gang mentality, though. It's like mm. there's, there's a, a bunch of them together, mm. and think about it. What else are you going to do, right? Sure. There's, like, an opposing narrative out there. But my, my piece of advice to all of them... Why don't you attack the narrative instead of the people? Yeah, it's probably a good idea. It'd probably be be more healthy. Maybe Uh eat some more cucumbers.
<laughs> Pacifico, Dos Equis, and Tecate. Mm -hmm. um, Dos Equis. Yeah. That's that's what you like, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Pacifico is bland as hell. It tastes like water. I, if I had to choose between Pacifico and Tecate, it'd be Tecate. But Santi, I like... By the way, sorry. Dos Equis. Yeah. Santi said, try Orion. It's brewed in Okinawa. No! <laughs> Orion is horrific <laughs> yeah. beer. Terrible. I actually... I went, there's a Japanese supermarket. Yeah, this is part of the story. <laughs> and I went there, I uh, remember, like, the past couple of weeks, and I was looking for anything that's brewed in Japan, mm. actually from Japan. I found a bunch of really expensive, like, you pay $8 for one small beer type things, yeah. which were horrendous anyway. And then they had Orion Premium, which is like $7 for a six-pack of Tall Boys or something. I'm like, sure, okay, I'll give it a cheap. shot. Yeah, I'll give it a shot because it's premium, Orion Premium. And it was terrible. I Orion gotta tell you, sucks. Orion makes a beer called Zero Life. <laughs> they do. Google it. Yeah, it's their non-alcoholic beer, but they called it Zero Life. So if you're zero drinking life. that, you got Zero Life. It's oh, pretty definitely, funny. Definitely, dude. Yeah. Seriously, it's anyway. like eating meat without meat in it. I mean, I'd still drink it. Not the zero alcohol thing. I'm talking about the, sure, the Orion sure, Premium. Sure. I still drink it if I had no choice. You, by the way, you're getting cut by light. Look oh, at you. it's light. Yeah, ah, it's we light. both got F, dude. The light. Our heads up. Yeah, the uh, light. We're chasing up. Zachary, Merry Christmas. My mom is a nurse and we both got sick, uh, resting and waiting for test results. Hopefully Oops. it's only an ordinary cold. I'm sorry, Zachary. Yeah, yeah I really hope so. I really hope so. Vitamin D. Take your vitamins. Vitamin C and D. Try, try to get some rest. Please be safe. Mm -hmm. Align um, those chakras. <laughs> really going to compare taking your vitamins to chakras, eh? Yeah, I just thought right I'd now. throw that in. We've got a very broad audience, you know, some people out there. Actually. Oh, you're just trying to be inclusive. Sure. I understand. Okay. Exa from the Ashes. The Playboy vid was fantastic. Time capsule gold. Thank yes. you very much. I wish more people would go over and watch it. We have so much fun making them. I, I have to say this before we go. Everyone that said initially I wasn't interested, they go and watch it and they're like, holy crap, that was that was incredible. Yeah, There's a fun. reason people are saying that. Yeah, it's it'll, fun. It'll change, it will change your mind. you got to go watch it. Yes, okay? there'll be a link pinned in the comments. Pinned in the comment. Go do it. Go take a look. Right away. Right. right. Is that yeah. it? Thank you guys so much for watching. Um, again... Just keep your eye on China. See what they're doing. You know, don't let them slip around. And when I say China, I'm talking about the CCP, obviously. Yeah. Don't let it taint your image of average Chinese people because they're wonderful. I mean, absolutely. We don't say that enough. Yeah. But the way China behaves, the CCP behaves, the government behaves is not something that we should tolerate no. any longer. Agreed. Do your part. Help Australia. Spread some awareness. Have some Australian wine. That's a nice way to kind of protest. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we can't wait to see you in the next one. So until 